Now, what is exactly the Indian government over the citizenship of the Gupta brothers and, and why are they making such statements? Uh, we've uh, reached out to the Indian government for uh, many, many days now. We've been trying to get a clarification from them, uh, keeping in mind the kind of uh, statements that have been coming out of South Africa regarding the citizenship of the Gupta brothers. And today, a source in the Indian External Affairs Ministry has confirmed to SABC that as per the Indian government's records, they look at the Gupta brothers as South African citizens. They look at their business as a privately owned South African business. And they've also said that the law of the land in South Africa will then apply to the Gupta brothers. And the reason they've made this is because there have been multiple media inquiries that have been uh, made to the Indian government, uh, keeping in mind the raids that took place at uh, Gupta property last week and uh, in light of uh, many, many uh, people in India speculating whether or not uh, Indian authorities would have the power to arrest the Gupta brothers if they were found in India. Is there no trace at all of uh, the Guptas and their heritage in India according to the Indian government? There is uh, a trace of the Gupta brothers. In fact, the Indian government acknowledges that the Gupta brothers uh, started out from this small town in India called Saharanpur, and uh, they continue to call it their hometown. But according to the Indian government, uh, they have uh, relinquished their uh, Indian citizenship. And this is important because as per Indian laws, you cannot hold dual citizenship. So if the Indian, uh, if, if the Gupta brothers, beg your pardon, have given up their Indian passports, then they are no longer Indian citizens. I think that's what they're going by. All right. Thanks a lot, uh, Nihani Hapunya, as our correspondent in India. And we unpack all of this now. We on the line to political economist, Dr. Dale McKinley. Dr. McKinley, a very good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for taking afternoon. the time to speak to us. So, so this is another span in the works in terms of um, explaining painstakingly the minister has tried uh, this issue around the citizenship of the Gupta brothers. The Indian government is not saying they relinquish their a citizenship. What does this mean for the explanations we've been given thus far by the minister? Well, I think it means that, that uh, we have more questions than we have answers, clearly. Um, I mean, from the very beginning of the saga, uh, when Minister Gigaba essentially denied uh, that any of the Gupta brothers were, were South African citizens, to backtracking on now two of them are, but one isn't. And um, now the Indian government obviously contradicting even that. It's a mess. Um, and I think it speaks to uh, not simply on the personal level of Minister Gigaba and uh, some of the questions surrounding his own integrity and his knowledge of what uh, his own decisions were, but about the, the processes that go on in the Department of Home Affairs. I mean, this, I think, is a sort of symbol of some of the chaos uh, that we've experienced as, as citizens and, and permanent residents and immigrants and refugees over the last many years, uh, where you can't seemingly get a straight answer on this. But I think it's also, in political terms, um, I think this also gives indication that those that uh, protected the Guptas, those that did favors for them, I mean, if you listen to what uh, Minister Gagaba's explanation was in terms of the citizenship being granted to the entire Gupta family outside of AJ, a special panel was convened within the Department of Home Affairs in 2015. That's unprecedented. It's never been done for anybody else that we know of. So why was it done in this case? So I think it even exposes more the degree of protection, favoritism, and uh, insider, uh, you know, 
trading, so to speak, in this case, political trading, horse trading that was going on mm. with the Guptas and particularly with uh, the Department of Home Affairs. There's also been uh, revelations, uh, whether uh, you know verified or not, that numerous passports were actually printed out uh, for the Gupta brothers, including their family, some as recent as uh, when the announcement was made that uh, there could be fugitives who are being sought by law enforcement agencies. What does this also say about our safety and security and intelligence in this country? Well, it, it casts, uh, again, some serious questions. I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago that uh, or, uh, governments like the United Kingdom uh, basically began to crack down on not providing South African passport holders with easy access. In other words, having to apply for visas, having to go through a range of different um, you know, processes. And, and the reason for that was because of the security of the passports. There was a fear that uh, South Africa had been compromised in regards to issuing fraudulent passports to criminals, uh, to, you know, syndicates, to all sorts of other people. So I think that that raises some very, very serious questions. But in terms of the intelligence services in particular, again, uh, this only confirms, I think, what many people have been saying for quite some time, uh, is that, you know, when it comes to things that we want to have intelligence on, we seem to be very efficient and seem to be very quick. But when it comes to things that uh, where people are seemingly compromised or they're being bought off or there's corrupt relationships, our intelligence seems to be nowhere to be found. And that raises some serious, not just about capacity issues, it's about a political and governance commitment to doing the right thing. And I think that it, it shows that we have a lot to repair there's a lot of damage that has been done to our state institutions in this case. And I think the Guptas are simply a, a symbol of that. Thank you so much for your time and insights. Uh, Dr. Dale McKinley, he's a political economist.